speak with the experienced and knowledgeable sales staff at Central Building Supply. Metal Sales and Manufacturing and Central Building Supply, Highway 10 West in Staples. Seven fifteen, and it's the morning sports desk on KWAD. All right, it is uh, the morning sports desk, and we have Corey joining us. We're going dancing, baby. Let's go. Let's go. So, as someone, I just I just want to dive right into this. Yeah, obviously, Timberwolves get a win last night, one hundred nine, one hundred four over the Clippers. Uh, uh, exciting game, but I've got some notes. I've okay. got some notes. I've been, I've been just sitting on these from the game last night. Yeah. And I don't want to waste any time. First of all, as someone who doesn't get Bally Sports, I don't, I can't watch the Timberwolves during the year. It's a huge bummer. Um, all my favorite sports teams in the state, in the state have really fun young talent. I can't watch any of them. Mm-hmm. Except for Justin Jefferson, because that's not local TV. Anyway, one thing I didn't know about this Timberwolves team is they are chaos. Oh yeah, this team is just like there is no, um, I don't want to say off button, but there's like no, uh, they have no regulator at all. They're just. There's no governor on that bad boy. There's just mass chaos constantly with this team. And when it's going great, man, are they fun to watch. And when it's going bad, it's like, this is, how is this team even in this game? They're absolutely chaotic all the time. And it's, it's a wild experience to be able to watch them. Yeah, 100%. So. First things, I mean, that was the first thing, but like the main point of this game, um, cat, man, that dude's got no composure. No, none whatsoever. And we've been talking about it all year, right? Mm -hmm. We've been talking about it his entire career. It's this, it's the, to use the buzzword, it's the narrative around him. Mm hmm. And he is a head case. The narrative around Cat nationally was, yeah, he puts up points, but he's the best player on traditionally what was a bad team. Yep. And when the lights shine bright, and it, the Jimmy Butler situation didn't help at all. But basically, Cat's soft. That's the ba- he's weak mentally, physically, whatever. He's soft, especially in big game situations, and. If the national media, everybody's watching this game. Anybody who likes the NBA is watching that game last night. And Cat did nothing but just feed into that. He fed a bloody red steak to a pack of hungry wolves, for lack of a better term, to the national media who will rip him. And rightfully, Shaq and Charles Barkley were at the halftime show with TNT. Not one good thing they could say about him. Nothing. No, and, and, by, and, and none of it was unwarranted. There wasn't a good thing to say about him after that half, after that game. He was he was straight up bad. Now I don't like the term weak, um, because I don't think that that that's necessarily. I don't know. It just doesn't. It's it's either inaccurate or it doesn't quite tell the whole story. But yeah. I can tell you this much: it, it it's an easy word to use to describe someone who can't get out of his own way mentally. 
And uh, it, I mean, it was weird to watch him walk on the floor before the game, before the opening tip. And it's like his shoulders are pinning his ears to the side of his head. He's like, he was wound so tight. And, and the dude is so, so good. He is more than just a good player on a bad team. Because this team is good, and he was a good player on a good team. He was their best player this year. He was their best player on a good team. Um, but, man, he was unprepared for that moment yesterday. 100%. And it stinks because Cat single-handedly almost lost them that game. I know the offici- the officiating wasn't great. Awful. It was awful. But By we- the way, for both teams. Yeah, but they- like w- we knew that coming in. Like, when the officiating crew was announced, anybody who was paying attention, those three refs the Wolves have had issue with all year, and the Clippers have had issue with all year. I don't know why the end... I mean, it was a total ref show in that first half. It was really, really bad. As a matter of some of the stuff... Again, social media is not the uh, the final answer to a lot of things, but social media leading up to that game was like... You know, breaking down the games and everybody had a disclaimer about, and oh, by the way, these refs. Yeah. But after the game and during the game, the whole storyline was like, man, you guys warned me about these refs. I didn't, I thought it was Timberwolves fans making excuses to soften the blow of a loss. And then everyone was like, those refs stunk. Yeah, they, they were, were bad. They were pretty brutal. Now, but that doesn't matter either because there were times where, where like even in the in the post game show, Cat whined after every single one of his fouls. I have and- a, a a huge belief. I I have been lucky enough to coach a little baseball in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot, but one of the things I really really believe is in, in baseball, it kids don't like strike zones, right? Not a single baseball player ever has liked any umpire strike zone. That's just how it works. Yeah, and. When your team goes through the entire lineup, one through nine, and the home plate umpire has rung four of your guys up on a really low and away fastball, Mm -hmm. once you get through the order once, do you wish he wouldn't call that a strike anymore? Of course. But guess what? He has. You just played defense. You saw that umpire call it against... the other team mm-hmm. it's not the umps fault anymore you have to protect the plate with two strikes if there's a pitch down and away are you going to swing and miss it and strike out yes you are does that stink a lot yes but swing at it because maybe you can foul it off and get a good pitch later if you get rung up on that pitch and it's the second time and you're angry that that you've got rung up on that pitch you're mad at the wrong person now yeah the ump has consistently called that pitch that's on you and the same sort of concept applies with cat like this is not on anybody else anymore but you you have to get over yourself and the worst part is is Reggie Miller was with Ke- by the way having Kevin Harlan on the call last night was great. I have an aside about Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller and Kevin Harlan I will not accept any slander on his name ever, but I will accept a bunch on Reggie Miller. He yeah. was not fun to listen to. He said a bunch of wrong somebody said and this happens a lot in national games. You can tell Reggie Miller hasn't watched a second of the Timberwolves all season and it showed. Uh but uh but he made one comment that was true. And that was like, 
it was the second foul I think Cat was John at the ref after, like throwing his arms up in the air every time. He's like, this is a playoff game. You can't be wasting useless energy bickering with the refs every single time. In the words of Paul Allen, this isn't Detroit, man. This is the playoffs. Well, like, and, and that's the big issue with Cat is, like, you, he has the self-awareness of Carl Anthony Towns is not great in those situations. The fun thing is, is they haven't been relevant and that dude's feeling some heat this morning. Like, because he got massacred by his own fans after the game last night, by opposing fans, by national media, by local media, like. By NBA greats. By everyone. He got, uh, he got raked over the coals and deserved it. Um, I, I, it's weird that they won this game and that to me is like the biggest storyline from this game is, yeah. is Cat being, uh, Cat being weird. However, super promising thing. They've got a guy who's not legally old enough to drink, who is absolutely not a head case, and is he's built for this. My hero. Hold, I love that guy so much. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Anthony Edwards, man, Wolves back. He's so fun. I don't. I I could I could break down cat for hours probably and talk about that and just spin the spin my tires in the mud of come on man i i don't know what else to say about and i just i like watching him play so much i mean you like anthony remember i want to go back to 2020 in that summer the wolves got the number one overall pick and a bunch of people said you can't draft Anthony Edwards. He's he wants to play football. He doesn't care about playing basketball. He so he doesn't care. He's too raw and he's too much of a head case and all this kind of stuff. No. Ant's a superstar. He's just really raw and he came into a perfect situation with D'Lo and Cat where he could just slowly develop and make flashy plays here and there. But man, Anthony Edwards like you said, he's not legally old enough to drink, but he already has uh he the only people with more points than him before turning twenty one is Carmelo Anthony, uh LeBron James, and there was one other one other person. So like this is he's like top four all time in points before reaching twenty one. LeBron, by the way, uh more than double pretty much everyone else on the list yeah that's beside the point but Ant, uh, Ant is ant is in he's incredible anthony he's incredible. edwards saved them he's in the first quarter they couldn't hit a shot except for edwards he had their first seven points of the game and uh, then in the fourth quarter hitting a bunch of threes mm-hmm. to just either keep it close or to keep them keep the clippers away at anthony he's a he's a real one i don't know obviously uh the impact Patrick Beverly has had on this team has been huge. That's been talked about all season long. There's no real big reason to like dive into that. Like we, we understand, but I do, I'm going to throw this out at you. Sure. And see if you agree with me or not, or if there's a better comparison. Patrick Beverly is the AJ Pierzynski of basketball. Okay. If he's on your team, man, do you love him? And as I'm watching this game, I'm like, man, if I'm a Clippers fan, I would throw a shoe through my television to try to hit him in the face. He's the worst, but I adore him also. We've talked about this off air before, and I think you gave the perfect analogy for what Patrick Beverly is. He's your little brother on the court. He's constantly pestering you, pestering you. 
and then you respond, and then he goes, Mom, he hit me, and that's exact. And then the older brother gets in trouble, and that's what Patrick Beverly does so well. He he baits you into offensive fouls. He baits you into getting a technical. He'll jaw at you all game. It's great. And by the way, the Clippers traded away Beverly because they didn't want to extend him. They thought he was old and broken down. Comes to Minnesota, beats his former team. One one last from the moment Patrick Beverly got here, that trade was announced in like August. I knew it was a it was a it was the it was one of the best moves in the offseason and they didn't make any moves in the offseason. But like it it paid off tenfold. But Pat, do do you have any issue with the Wolves like Beverly and Ant jumping up on the table after the game? Because I have no issue with no them. none, none, I, none. I have not. Yeah, I anybody who had didn't like Timberwolves, the Timberwolves players or fans celebrating that victory, has never been around this Minnesota sports franchise or any Minnesota franchise. Yeah, that was in that was so much fun mm-hmm. that the. Man, we've just been snake bit, it feels like. It was really cool to get one. It felt good to get one. By the way, uh, the Timberwolves in the last uh, 20 years have, uh, if, if, you, you st- if you don't even count the early 2000s Wolves, they have more wins than the uh, Minnesota Twins in the playoffs, and they've only been there twice. Shout out Timberwolves. All right. I have less than 90 seconds to do this. Okay. The, we're going to turn on full Homer radio for a moment. Let's do it. Besides Phoenix, who in the West scares you? So let's run down the West playoff teams. Is it Memphis, who they play next with a hurt Ja Morant? Hurt Ja Morant. The Wolves have played the Grizzlies tough all year. This is going to be a fun matchup. There's nothing about the Grizzlies that scares you besides Morant. Okay, that's enough. Uh, Golden State, hurt Steph, not 100% Draymond, a weird clay, an all-star Andrew Wiggins. Does Golden State scare you? Uh, no. Uh, Denver. Jokic is probably going to win the MVP. He's incredible, but the rest of the team stinks. That's pretty easy. Yeah, the Wolves have beat them in Denver just a couple weeks ago. Not worried about them. Dallas. Hurt Luka. They're not scary anymore. Luka's overrated. Anthony Edwards better. Utah. T- uh, always underachieves. Uh, they're not scary. They're, they're falling hard. Yeah, New no. Orleans? No. No. San Antonio? No. Absolutely not. Cat drops 60 on them. The Clippers? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, the if they get Kawhi Leonard back, yeah, 100%. PG and so like Phoenix is going in the West. There's nothing else to say about that. No. But let's full Homer Radio Western Conference Finals. Let's, let's do this. Let's go. I mean, I got the Wolves in 7 over Memphis. How about you? Yeah, I would say so. Wolves in 7. At, at any point they're playing with house money in this playoff series. And I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I, I feel very confident about this Minnesota Timberwolves team going into this first round matchup. I could be wrong, but either way, after a, a snake bitten franchise that the Minnesota Timberwolves have been, the target center was rocking last night. And I've said it before. This state of Minnesota is a hockey state. Obviously it's a state of hockey, whatever, but especially people around here, you know, there's a, there's such a deep basketball culture uh in the winter time and there's a deep uh, if the when the gophers are good the barns rocking when the wolves are good the target center's rocking there's a basketball culture in the state of minnesota that is just waiting to uh explode and you kind of saw it at the target center last night it was a great atmosphere so uh yeah this has been the morning sports desk for wednesday the 13th of april 
And why don't we have Anthony Edwards play us out? Hi, everyone. Holly from AutoFix and at the shop, we are looking forward to... Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio.